You're listening to a podcast from 702. Sugar tax now. In his budget speech, Pravin Gordon said it would fight obesity and diabetes, but the Beverage Association said it could lead to the loss of thousands of jobs. Well, let's look at the issue now with Director of Priceless SA, that's the Witz School of Public Health, and that's Professor Karen Hoffman. Prof, morning to you. Hi. Hi, John. How are you doing? I'm very good. Where do you stand, pro-tax or anti Well, I think the tax is a good idea. I mean, we need to consider what it's going to do in South Africa. It's going to save in the in the short run a quarter of a million people from becoming obese. And, you know, taxation is one of the most effective ways to deal with the contribution of sugary beverages to diabetes and obesity. So uh, I think their consumption will be strongly reduced uh, with this tax. Isn't it a bit unfair just to hit the sugary drinks when there's sugar in just about every form of, 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 of food? Uh, that's true, John. Uh, there is uh, sugar in almost everything. But uh, what uh, is not well known is that liquid sugar per se is really the worst because of the way it's absorbed in the body very quickly. And it absolutely exhausts the organs of the body, which then become tired and beca- people become diabetic. So uh, actually it is the sugary drinks and they also have absolutely no nutritional value. Uh, so, uh, any case studies? I, I believe Mexico did this. I mean, do we have any, any, any empirical evidence for this, Prof? Absolutely. Uh, Mexico is a perfect example. Middle income country, uh, very high consumption of sugar sweetened beverages, as is South Africa. South Africa is number 10 in the world. And, um, you know, after the, just after the first year, uh, the, uh, the amount of sugary drinks that were, were reduced by 12%. Um, and in fact, amongst the poor, it was 17%. But I do want to make one point. It's not just other countries' experience. Uh, in South Africa, we know that uh, from the taxes uh, on beer, as a result of the taxes on beer several years ago, the industry was actually forced to reformulate so that there was there's now the uh, beer of choice is light beer. Yeah. And uh, that is the most likely scenario here, that industry will probably be forced to reformulate. So, so, so all, the, all the talk of losing jobs, then, in fact, if the industry is forced to change, there might still be uh, workers in the industry just making something which is less unhealthy. Absolutely. And, in fact, uh, the evidence shows that in jurisdictions that have implemented sugary beverage taxes, um, there's been increased sales of plain water and no net job losses. Oh, um, interesting. All right. Yes. That's, Prof, that's very, and I see that Mexico had a 10% tax. We're talking about a, a 20% tax, aren't exactly. we? Exactly. Yes. Okay. All right. Fascinating. Thank you very much indeed, Prof. All the best now. Welcome. Cheers. Bye-bye. Director of Priceless SA, Witt School of Public Health. That is very interesting. Empirical facts based on that one. Reaction. But the other side is the nanny society. Isn't it wrong just to be told? I mean, it's getting as bad as Australia.